Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fuck. So like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about and we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they literally get right here. All right, y'all. I am here. It's your girl, D. Scott. It is November 6, 2019, and y'all know how I am on Tuesdays. I can barely get it together, so I end up doing the show on Wednesdays. I've been trying to, you know, work on my fitness, and I've been draining myself, so I apologize. But y'all know how I am. I will come through and do a Title Two Tuesday, and Title Two Tuesday anyway is about what's going on in my life and about what's going on with me and just a way that I can vent and let you know that we're all on the same page or we all have some ascending or descending to do. So the show today is called Prepaid versus Struggle Love. And so with all the television shows and banter online, black women, especially all women in general, um, but um, mostly us black women, just we really believe because this is what we're sold in some of these piss poor relationships that in order for me to prove my love to you that I must somehow endure or struggle through something with you or I don't love you okay now I talk about prepaid relationships because I see a lot of relationships start to take a fall when it's time for people to reciprocate and I learned this several years ago in a group that we had called the CC it was ran by my girl Shan may she rest well Um, I'm going to talk about something funny because yesterday was also the anniversary. Oh, actually, today was the anniversary of the most wonderful show called Ropa Sucio, which means dirty laundry. If you go back into my shows and let us also have a little chin-chin for me because today is my 300th episode. We've been around for five years, and I say we as me and the voices in my head. Um, just making sure that this mental health thing is being brought to light and that we are not suffering in silence, black men, black women, Latino, white, Asian, Thai, whatever, just making sure that y'all know that y'all are not out here alone in the dating struggle and the mental health struggle and the rat race and in financials um, by yourself. So a year ago I had a show called Ropa Sucio where I was dragging the fuck out of a former beloved um, due to the fact that 
Um, he was having inappropriate conversation with a woman that was actually married, and y'all know I dragged the fuck out of her too, and almost called the state of Texas to have her license revoked because she was a physician for feats. And the ways of the Lord, but in the ways of my ancestors. I have to listen to these people, but take no shit. And so a year ago on this exact date, I dragged the fuck out of a girl because I take relationships extremely serious as far as marriage. Just leave. I might be hurt. You might be fucked up if I leave, but I'd rather do that than to put your body in danger because AIDS is extremely real. It's still happening, and black women are in the top tier of the new, um, newly affected new uh, AIDS cases per the CDC in Atlanta. So when I see a woman that's cheating, that's just like some low-down, dirty, like you're cheating on your husband, whatever, and I'm not trying to open up new wounds, but I don't give a fuck about you, bitch, and you know I don't. So, And I don't give a fuck about him either. He's still a piss-poor son. He's still a bum-ass nigga. And so the reason that I say that, is that a year ago I was in a very different place where I had been bamboozled into thinking that if I nursed this person back to health, that if I just love on him and give him the love that I felt that he deserved, and it's kind of like, nah, why ain't nobody else loved on your ass? Why you still got the same furniture you had since your divorce 15 years ago? Why you don't have no money? And y'all know, and it's funny because y'all kill me, y'all sent me those memes this week where I say, because one of the conversations that I had towards the end of the relationship was I had to ask somebody like, are you poor? Like, are you fucked up financially? And that's why all these things are happening because people do a lot of things when they're broke, when they're broke, they'll talk to anybody. And I have another girlfriend that's in a situation where I had to tell her the dude that you talking to is a fucking bum. And so he will stop at nothing to make sure that you don't have nothing either. And that's why it's important for you to stop picking up strays on the road. Stop putting coins in, in men shaking their tin cup, okay? You're supposed to give bums spare change, not pussy boo. You're not. And, and vice versa for you men. You men always want to find these fixer-upper type bras, and it's like if her intent, if she's a hustler, she's going to be a hustler to the day she dies. It doesn't just, like, get active. So she probably been hustling lemonade seeds since she was, you know, four. It's just it's in you or it's not. You either going to be a worker bee or you going to be a hoe. Let me tell you something. I don't sniff my nose and no hoes. And then that goes into another conversation where, shout out to uh, Black Noah and his ex-girlfriend, they had a live. It got a little bit off track, but Black Noah is a public figure out of Detroit, Michigan. Nice-looking guy, and he I had posted one of his videos, dark, the dark-skinned gentleman with the uh, – salt and pepper beard because he's sick of this shit too and it was very interesting to see his very beautiful ex-girlfriend um and she didn't have her handle up you know commenting in the back about how back in the day when they dated he was a whole ass nigga but she was like at the same time he was taking care of business making sure i was okay and so they're in their 40s and um it just goes back to relationships are either prepaid or you're out here struggling and prepaid i mean this i have been very um, lucky and very blessed that the men that I deal with are financially okay. 
Some of them may have been rich. Some of them may have been beyond wealthy. Most of them were gainfully, 100% of them were gainfully employed. But for the most part, they took care of me, meaning when I dated somebody, 99% of the time I didn't touch my wallet. So I, I wasn't even allowed to pull out change to, to pay a toll. You know, there was none of this, you know, we're going to go Dutch. Like, motherfucker, if you can't afford to date me, just don't. And the reason that I can require that is because I'm not a fucking bum. So I don't have to date somebody, you know what I'm saying, because I need my immediate needs met. And I am a single mom. Y'all forget that shit. So when y'all be out here co-signing what these cats be doing to me or have done to me, y'all still forget that I still feed a little boy. I still make sure that he's okay. So maybe because I don't come across as destitute as a lot of other women maybe do or I'm not in the same financial situation, that doesn't mean that I'm not out here getting my motherfucking feelings hurt. That doesn't mean that these bum-ass niggas ain't attacked me or put hands on me or put me in financial situations, you know what I'm saying, because I was trying to be nice, okay? That situation that was down there in Texas, that shit was a detriment because of the fact that motherfuckers didn't take into consideration that I'm sitting up here constantly paying for plane tickets. And, you know, granted, I had other business down there, and my ex-husband's down there, so I would bring my son. But, like, so you just not going to pay for a plane ticket at all? You just not going to put no groceries in your house when I come there? You just not going to do, okay. So I got angry because I don't understand this level of financial irresponsibility, right? So when I say that relationships are prepaid, it means had that person been doing his part in the relationship, it would have given me something tangible to be able to look at and think twice about when I want to walk away from this motherfucker. Because now if I walk away from him, I'm missing out on, a flight, or I'm missing out on seeing him, or I'm missing out on just being able to get that get the hell out of town. Y'all used to always talk shit about me because I stayed getting on a plane, going to see whatever boyfriend it was I had at the time because I never dated locally. And then when I did date locally, let me say this. We talk a lot of shit about these young cats out here doing this, this, and this. Baby, you don't require it, so he don't do it. Because I'm going to tell you what, the young, the young men that I have dated, not slept with, but dated, Never touched my wallet. It was I had a motherfucker tell me literally maybe a month or two ago, and I appreciate that. He said, listen, I would love to take you out, but I don't even know what you like to eat or where you want to go. He said, so I'm going to get my shit together before I even ask you out on a date, and I appreciate that. And y'all know I don't be out here talking that shit. I just, you know, be out here just as I am. This is somebody that knows me personally, like has seen me, you know, out and about. So what I'm saying is, is that when I say that relationships are prepaid, it means that if I'm dating someone, okay, and I'm in a situation where, you know, um, he falls upon hard times or he gets fucked up or he gets in a car accident or, you know, he's injured for some reason and he can't work, I got you 100%, especially if I know that you had me 100% across the board. And listen, I, I'm not the type of broad that's going to ask somebody, could you get me this outfit? No, it just shows up. Or we'll be out and about, and they'll be like, you know, that'll look nice, and you go try it on, I'm going to grab it for you. You know, or you know what, I just felt like, you know, your neck was looking bare, so I went and got some. And listen, most of these items didn't cost a lot of money. It was just a thought. And so I made a post the other day where I had said that I, my, I was getting some new Jodeci boots, right? And I was super excited because I'm going out of town soon, and um, my little cousin's getting married and things like that, and then I have, you know, somebody that I'm seeing or whatever. So I went and got new stuff because it's like I don't want to bring old energy and stuff that somebody else bought me that we might have made a memory in into a new situation. But that's me, okay? That's me. So the struggle love thing, we saw it. 
on on power this week, didn't we? Where Tasha is so bummy swag to me right now that it doesn't even make any sense. You okay? So let me get this straight. And then the thing is, is that Ghost need to get some type of award, or Mari Howard needs some type of award because at the end of the day, he did that like the typical nigga, N I double G A. And if you read the book, The Psychoanalysis of Trick Behavior Called Games by Saladin Q. Allah, that's my brother. I actually wrote a chapter in his book describing this phenom when men get caught out there or when men are sick of you, they get angry. When they see the light at the end of the tunnel, they get angry. They don't want to be with your bum ass no more. They don't want to be with you, you know, selling drugs for them no more. They don't want to be with you pack weave no more. They want to be with the broad that, that went to school or the broad that was handling her business the whole time. Because, see, hustlers don't mean just with money. She could have been hustling the system, making sure she got all that free education. It's in you or it's not. You might just be a worker bee, but then that's okay. But then just understand, your man has to understand that you're never going to just turn hustler overnight. Okay? So I watch this with Tasha, and I watch it in just a lot of y'all interpersonal relationships. Y'all let these men deplete you. You do. You let them walk all over you, tell you what you is and ain't going to do, and then he literally does what... Ben had all that. Tariq, somebody need to take him off the planet Earth because at the end of the day, all this penthouse living and all this wouldn't even be happening if it wasn't for me. Okay? But I have a teenage boy, and that's just really how they get down. Not mine, but I'm just saying I could see where, where they would get beside themselves like that. He should have been knocked that little boy out. So when I say relationships are prepaid, Tasha Old Ghost as much loyalty as she gave him. Up until the point where she ratted on him. That's unacceptable, and it's a no for me, dog. You literally ran your whole fucking mouth about your own husband. And this is who y'all are wifing. This is who y'all are putting in situations. Y'all ain't training your woman right. Because, see, there's a misconception that, you know, um, we go into these relationships and our men don't raise us. And I know that beautiful Asia would agree with me. We raise each other in these relationships because when we meet each other, we are newborn. I don't know you, you don't know me. And so I have to learn you and learn all your quirks and your strengths and your weaknesses so when I see you start fucking up, I can help you. You need to learn, okay, my, my, my baby, she's, she's, you know, she ain't talking today. Something's wrong. I ain't going to fuck with her, but I'm going to send her something so she'll laugh. Or I'm going to send her some Grubhub or something. You know, something stupid. Don't cost much to make me happy. I'm good. I don't need $40 in a pack of fucking Newports. But when I say relationships are prepaid, I'm starting to have to, I had to cut off two more people just because the love that I had for them was never reciprocated. And that's not why we give love to our friends and family or to beloveds. But I just realized that you ain't got it in you to meet me where I'm at. And so for the next portion of my life, the next journey, which I never even really planned out, Yet I, I planned up to get to this point, and I've exceeded what I thought I was going to do, so I'm thankful for that. Who would ever thought 300 shows? Um, but my relationships are prepaid in the sense of you ain't got no minutes left on your car, bruh and ma'am. 
I can't fuck with you. Because everything that I've done was for the betterment of you or the betterment of us or the betterment of your family or our family. And you ain't never seen it in you to make sure I was. And then when I get tired, like my mama said, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you'll stop acting stupid. My relationships have always been prepaid. So whatever you're putting into it, I'm glad to give back more than tenfold. So y'all think I'm just spoiled and catch just by my furs and all type of craziness. That's not true. These men are just happy that they get some peace. The men that I've dated over the years, they're just happy that they know that I'm dependable. Another reason, you can run and tell them anything else but that Denise fucked on me. They'll never, any man I ever mess with, they know that our sexual connection is sacred and it is a bond. I don't cheat. I'll leave, but I won't cheat. But then how come we're never afforded the same respect, right? So I was watching Black Noah on the live, and the girl was saying, and, and a lot of people misinterpreted what she said, but I understood exactly what she was saying. She said, look, I'm busy, and I'm assuming she's a, a young entrepreneur. Young, not age, but young, meaning her business is fairly green and new. And um, she basically was saying, you know, if my dude is out there and he done got busted with the same broad two, three, four, and five times, she was like, he loved that girl, and he loved me too. But he's paying all my bills. I don't know what he's doing for her. So she was like, I'm busy. So until I can figure out how I'm going to get on without what he's contributing to my life, he could do whatever the fuck he want to do as long as he keep me safe and he don't lie to me about it. And a lot of people took that as she meant that they were in an open relationship. And y'all, a lot of y'all are like, hell no. Nah. Probably about, I'll say about 75% of y'all are in poly relationships and you don't even know. You don't even know. And some of y'all are in these relationships without them making a prepayment. What are you doing for me that I got to stay here while you go be with other women? I'm just very confused about that. Because, see, it used to be, you know, my dad used to tell me back in the day, because he told me this was the natural order of things. He was wrong, but <laughs> let me tell you his reasoning. First you fall in love. Then you get married. Then you buy a house. Then you have kids. And I said, well, Dad, because, you know, I always like big city living. Not now. I want to be in the country now. But he says, the reason that, do you know why you have to buy a house and you get married? I said, no. He said, because marriage is hard. It's my dad telling me this, my daddy. He says, because marriage is hard, and you're going to have times when you want to leave. He said, but then when you think about that mortgage payment, you realize we end this, and I'm going to go in my room, and she's going to go over there, and we're going to be all right in a minute. But we built this. And so that's what relationships are supposed to be, is prepayments for your future. The struggle love shit is dead. It is. Because if you would see me struggling or if I would let my man struggle, we have no reason. Like, how do we get here? How do we get My homegirl, Hope Smith, is married to Robert Smith, the, one of the top five black billionaires in the world, okay? 
and she do what she do. But Hope was making her own cream. With shout out to Hope Smith, she has a new product out called Mother M U V A. Um, she's with another company. She linked up with them. When I say my homegirl, that's like in my head. Like you know, how you see people in passing, or you meet back in the '90s when you were on your tour. I'll say that, and then you just always, you know, just looked out and you know kept an eye on that person or you know, always knew what they were doing because you travel in the same circle. So this is what I mean. But, yeah, she just started a new product called Mother. Now, Hope is, is married to a billionaire. Okay, she got two little boys. Honey, she was in the kitchen with the shea butter making her own cream. And her cream is called Mother, M-U-V-A, and I believe it's mother.com. Um, or you could follow her at Mother. beginnings like a lot of us do so a lot of us because we don't want to go back to those humble beginnings we make sure that there's rainy day money like tasha you a goddamn fool if you took every single last bit of your money and stuck it in the safety deposit box and did knock his goddamn head off when you went to the box and saw that there was a note in there y'all damn fools for living in a rental in New York City, a penthouse rental, unless it's a Pierre de Terre, like there's no reason. You have a rental in Paris. <laughs> you have a rental in Mexico. You're not a drug lord kingpin and you have a rental in New York City. That was dumb because you can't even leverage no money. Real estate is leverage. I don't care if the house worth $3, okay? But some of us, such as myself, can't do struggle love because it triggers parts of me that remember my childhood, you know, and my parents didn't have struggle love. They had real love. They had blue-collar love, okay? So that to me is not struggle love. Struggle love means that this man is allowed to beat on me, cheat on me, do whatever he wants, all while not supporting what it is that I need to do or I want to put on hold for you because you want to pump me full of babies. Y'all see I only got one because <laughs> you, you want to pump me full of babies so I go sit down because it makes you feel like a man, right, to be able to dominate and control me, not personally because I don't do struggle love. But this is what these men are doing to y'all, okay, and you're allowing it. You don't see men cutting off their homeboys and, you know, oh, she don't want me to go out tonight. Nah, they going to still figure out a fucking way to go do what they need to do. So that's what I talk about in that book when a guy gets caught. And listen, I also have to say this. I have to apologize to black men because I thought it was just y'all that acted like a nigga when y'all got caught. And there was an incident that happened with a person, with two people that I know. I'm not close with them, but I know them very well. And they were in a relationship. The gentleman got caught uh, cheating with a 19-year-old. Now, he's maybe 28, something like that. But the girl he was living with had children, okay? They were together. And, you know, it is what it is. Now, here's something I got to tell y'all ladies with the struggle love shit. And now now I'm going to say this in favor of men. Y'all bitches don't be taking care of yourselves either. Part of struggle love means that when the man met you, you looked at about childbirth. We ain't talk about nothing. You just got comfortable. So just like you want him to still love you at your worst, and it, it you know it, it has to go both ways. 
So he in the relationship, the white dude, struggling with the girl, okay? She trying to build him up. She done got another job. He's doing this. He's doing that. Ladies, let me say this to you. I'm only going to say this to you once. You cannot compete with youth. You can't. We can get all the... Shoot, Lord Jesus, people at my door. My child coming in the house. I thought he was trying to ride me, y'all. You was about to get it. <laughs> I'm sorry, son. <laughs> it was about to be something I've on air. But anyway, I'm looking out the window, and I look, and there's somebody in a black hoodie. I'm like, today is the day on the 300th uh, episode. Sorry about that scream, y'all. But anyway. So the dude starts dating a girl who's 19, and unfortunately, the girl is bad. She bad as hell. That little girl bad as hell. Hair down to her waist, Native American, you know, young, no kids. So she's exactly the opposite of what he was with. So we sitting there, they having conversation, and he's saying like, yeah. She knew we really wasn't together I'm like dude but she was living in her house He was like and I'm going to be honest with you I don't want to mess up the thing with the other girl The 19 year old I said what He was like yeah I'm hoping that I didn't Lose out on her too because You know this this and this and I'm really pissed because The other girl that he was living with with the kids That are not his okay He was like and she put my stuff out. I said, she better than me because I'd have knocked your head off at the same time. Like, you'd have been headless outside with all your clothes. He ain't, got, he ain't got no car now. So it's like, it's not just black men, and I apologize for this, that go out, cheat, lose all sense of sensation. And he didn't just cheat, honey. He had a whole nother relationship with this girl. He's like, now, D, the other girl won't even talk to me. So you see, you did all that shit for nothing. You, instead of leaving your struggle situation where the chemistry is no longer there, y'all don't love each other, and a lot of y'all dudes be in relationships just because you're homeless if you wouldn't. If you didn't be with some, if, if a lot of you would be homeless if you weren't in the relationships that you were in. And I know women like that too, and I just made a post where I said, you know, I have no problem admitting, okay, it was my man that actually Right, because in the end, y'all start getting beside yourselves, and we all know that if I'm in a CBD company and then I own a a, a merchandise and apparel company and then I have this over here and I'm doing all this Reiki and all this other stuff, I don't want to give you motherfuckers a penny. I'd rather just, just thug it out on my own and then leave it at that. You could buy a track. You know, you could do some other things for me that maybe would make me feel special, but them things ain't cheap. So, no, I don't want a purse. I want trademarks. No, I don't want those boots or that fur at this moment in time, you know, because I need contractors to come to my house and fix up some things in my other building, okay? So I'm not going to sit in no relationship where I'm, where I'm unhappy. That is also an, that's also an issue within struggle love. You know, you guys are staying in relationships where you know the thrill is gone because you were sent to move out 
or you a sinner, just, nah, just go. Because then this way can't nobody say nothing about the fact that, and the white dude just really didn't get it. And he talked all that shit until the next day when he was like, yo, when he came to a census, and I said this, the nigga usually only lasts about 24 then he come to a senses, I'm homeless, I ain't got no money, I ain't got this, I ain't got it, I ain't got that. As a woman, if you know that this man is not interested in you and you sleeping on the couch for the last three months and all this other crazy shit, that's struggle love, baby. You don't have to do that because the longer that you keep those relationships alive, the longer, the worse it looks when you decide to find happiness. And he really liked the other girl. I ain't got, listen, I'm sorry to say it. I don't got nothing bad to say about the other little girl. Y'all not friends. And y'all got to stop doing that. You knew he had a girlfriend. Bitch, I don't care about you. I don't care about you at all. Wife, yes, I, I get that respect. Get on out of here. You know, don't do that. Girlfriend, if I don't know you at all, girl, I don't give a fuck about you. Listen, you think that all oh, ever I'm a king, I'm a queen. Do you think that kings was really living in nations and didn't have multiple courtesans and other women that were trying to get at them and would do nothing, like did not care who people were set up to get married and bitches would come through like at the party, like what? Let's do a waltz. Like, come on now. This is this is all fair and love and war. As long as you're not related to me or you don't know me, any dude that ever cheated on me, they always did it 90% of the time with a broad I didn't know. So, bitch, I, I'm not mad at you. I understand. He looked good. I like him, too. <laughs> he fucked good. I like it, too. You see what I'm saying? He was dropping cash on me. Not you? Oh, well, then your bad then. Okay? All relationships should be prepaid. They really, in essence, are because then, okay, so let me show you how another example of how relationships are prepaid. I have somebody that's asking me for favors. I'm not going to be able to do it because, see, the last time that I spoke to you or the last time we was good was a long motherfucking time ago, sir and ma'am. So I can't, I can't fuck with you, right? I'm going to fuck what's going on in your life. I don't care. Because you didn't care about what was going on with me for five years, four years, two years, ten years. I don't care. So don't bring them little raggly-ass candy bars over here because your kid is selling them. I don't care. I don't want it. I'll donate to the school personally, but not, no. I'm not buying no candy bars. Don't ask me nothing. We're not cool. We're not friends. And then I, I told you, remember before I told you I had to start taking stocks and friendships and even in family members to say, damn, I got all these people on my Christmas list. I ain't made nobody's Christmas list not once, nor has my child. So if I'm always breaking my neck for your kids and you ain't breaking your neck for mine, I mean, I think I'm good on that. And then you can understand. And it doesn't matter whether you have it or not, a, a lollipop, a bag of chips, something. I never raised my son to put so much stock in Christmas. That mountains to some retreating and he need to do this and he need to do that okay i'm just here to pay for shit that's just what i do okay that's my child it's my only one the heir so when i say relationships are prepaid you know that goes for your parents and that's why sometimes i don't understand how some of y'all could just let y'all parents be in rotten ass situations. So, like, not for nothing. Maybe they couldn't send you to Harvard. Maybe they couldn't send you to Princeton. Maybe they were the toxic one. 
But I would never let my mama sit in nobody's motherfucking nursing home and she ain't had her hair combed in a month. That would just, it wouldn't happen. I wouldn't let my stepfather, that's not even my biological father, I wouldn't let my stepfather sit. Any house that I get got to have a room for my stepfather to be able to come. And all my siblings and their kids. Y'all might be sleeping in the room together, but it's my job as the matriarch to make sure that's happened because I've been provided a pretty decent enough life where I'm able to, they've already prepaid that. So not just that if that's what you're supposed to do, yeah, of course, if that's my man, you know, or if that's my parents, or if that's it's just, it's not that common, right? So there's certain things in relationships, oh, Denise, how come you always get niggas that got money? Bitch, because I have money. It may not be money to you, but it's money to me. And the cats that y'all sniff y'all knows is that I'll talk to them because I don't care. Your money is your money. But if I need something and you're more than willing to help me or to do something for me, just out the kindness of your heart, whether it's flowers, whether it's here, you know, I saw this little watch for you or I saw these little earrings or a T-shirt, whatever, I reciprocate that. And it's it's never to. realized this when we was in that group to CC that, you know, women, we will sit here and say, I want our boyfriends to buy me a pair of Uggs and then a pair of this, not me, because I don't do that, but this, this, and this. Most of the most of y'all lists came up to five $600. And then when Shan asked y'all in the group what y'all was getting y'all men, y'all dead ass said shit like a new remote control for the TV, um, Delta Sonic passes to get the car washed. This is the shit that y'all was saying, and I was embarrassed because here I am buying, I told y'all, the Balmain sweaters, the watch, the you know, all that other stuff for my people, and I'm just confused as to how, you know, y'all think that that's okay, that you can ask him for all this stuff and that you're not willing to do nothing. And that's why y'all get mad when they go and leave you for a 19-year-old or when they go and leave you for somebody that takes care of their body or somebody that has edges. Okay, or somebody that's exactly who she says she was in the beginning of the relationship and has maintained that and then has done nothing but try to better herself and better him throughout the relationship. Relationships is prepaid. Okay, sometimes you just, and and I mean friendships, all these relationships. So y'all better start taking into consideration the way that you treat people because you just honestly never know when you're going to need some help. And we don't do things, I don't do things for people with the, you know, with the uh, the ideology that they're going to have to do it back for me, but I do things for people with the ideology that someone will return me the love I gave to somebody else. Customize shit and plan trips and do stuff like that. Only with cats that I know have already deposited into the bank of love, into the bank of monogamy, into the bank of being about me and making sure I'm good on a daily basis. I don't have a problem with that. So, guys, um, 
that all happened. Today is my show's 300th show, so I'm super excited. I'm about to go have me a little sip sip before I eat these um, Cajun chicken tacos. And so y'all got to stop glorifying struggle love. If a man says that, you know, oh, you got to stick this out with me because if you don't, you don't love me, you might want to just look at what he already prepaid into. Now, if he was already taking care of you and making sure everything was good, baby girl, you got to eat that because that's what he prepaid into, right? Now, if he wasn't doing shit for you and now all of a sudden he's calling and he's doing all this and doing all that and hooting and hollering because you don't want to help him and he didn't help you, tell him to fuck off. You prepaid into exactly what the fuck you got back because all that, you know, is by the grace of God and I'm going to be nice and all that other shit. Listen, polite is never okay in business and pretty don't pay the bills. And so because I am super petty and I just started talking to this little Jamaican dude I like, I'm going to play this little song. Ready for the thumping Fresh like Portland eh? be just cast at the Portland eh? Just calculate the total Now the money make me get anti-social Man straight like my pants them Oh lad Cause they got the weed and the blimps ah. Y'all I come cross bring a friend Oh lad And them I feel like for me friend them Boom boom zoom steal I pull up the yeng yeng Warnings, paint on cheng cheng ah. We not too chatty chatty big friend Antarage when you see the text them Like, 